we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we're at episode 232. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a wave. I, I don't know why I keep saying that, but I'm trying to say we're on YouTube and we're on everywhere else. So if you just want to listen to us and not look at Steve's face or chin <laughs> or pristinely lit background yeah yeah if you want to see this beautiful orange that uh, i seem to be bathing in nowadays kind of then uh, yeah we're on youtube if you want to check us out we're also on spotify and you know apple all that shit how are you steve uh, i'm good i'm good um I'm, good. well on the docket this week there's there's only there's only one point and it's not particularly funny but it is okay. sort of funny, sort in that, um, I as as a as a as a videographer, mm. um, and as a videographer who's tuned everything towards Instagram, as far okay. as like, um, sort of uh, keeping like social updates and posting like my work and stuff like that. Instagram <laughs> decided to stop letting me post videos. You can post That's anything good. else. But, <laughs> Just comments, yeah. Uh, post comments. Songs. You can put, you can post pictures. You can put a video in your story if you want, yeah. but other than that, you can't. I bought videos. Yeah, we've um, got enough. We're full now. <laughs> that yeah, it's it's been a pretty frustrating week just because of it because I've had a couple of things that I that I made like sort of specifically for it, um, and it's like I just haven't been able to draw a line under them because I I can't fucking post them. <laughs> and I didn't. Is, is that a, an, an Instagram total thing, or is that a your account kind of it's, deal? It's it's all of the accounts that I've got on the app. Just can't right. can't do reels, can't do videos, can do photos, can do stories. And, can and, other and I don't post know. Videos? It's it's not a banned thing. It's an error. It says uh, it says like um, we'll post them when there's a better connection. And it's been a week, so. <laughs> Are you doing? Are you doing it from your phone? You're not doing it from your computer. I've done it from the phone. I've tried. I've tried it from the, uh, the my iPad. Um, from the computer, you can un- you can post, sort of. Uh, I think IGTV, but no, yeah, it wouldn't let me do that either. So maybe maybe the phones become the influencer now. It's <laughs> it's a bit fucked. But the trouble is, is that um, I d- I didn't um, I didn't un- I didn't realize how uh, how important kind of I'd made instagram as far as my reward system goes for like uh, for for, right. for for getting things done like as soon as that was gone my sort of making shit productivity just disappeared and it kind of makes sense because it's like well if i can't i'm making this to post and if i can't post it then why make it but on the other hand it's like we'll just make it for making it then but i couldn't i couldn't get past that point yeah i can put it somewhere else or something this yeah. is another reason to be like, yeah, it's, it's that thing we have of if you're doing a perfect run, then we keep the momentum. As soon as you make one break, it's like, oh, well, I might as well. I've taken a, a today off. I might as well take tomorrow and, you know, 2021 off. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. is that. But um, but yeah, I mean, that was that was the only bone of contention. Like it's it's uh, it's made me kind of like lose my rhythm somewhat. But um, work wise, I've I've been like busy as fuck still like on on my own stuff and that's that's been coming along leaps and bounds in the past week or so like all the 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 sort of branding stuff that I've that I've been doing um so yeah it's it's not been it's not been a complete standstill it's just like the actual kind of output from an outside perspective I guess has has kind of dropped off 
Um, but internally, it's been busy as fuck. Fair enough. You just can't like and uh, comment. And, oh, no. Oh, no you can. I can like you other can people's stuff. Yeah, people I can, can't I can like go you. to other people and say, great job. But they can't do it to me because I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing stuff, I promise. But, like, it just, you know, Instagram. It's just, I can't it. show you. <laughs> yeah. You can't put it on your fridge. Yeah, maybe it's a router thing. Maybe I, I don't, don't know. know. It's frustrating. I've, I tried. I, t- I tried it at, at someone else's house. It just wouldn't. So I don't know. You've been and flagged. There's a, there's a bunch of people that I've, that I saw on Reddit that were having the same issue. So maybe it's uh, it's just affecting some accounts at the minute. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It'll it'll tidy up when it needs to. But I just need to kind of get back on track with the making. Yeah, you're probably some member of some weird Facebook groups and they flagged it as like, this seems off. Yeah, no, no, not this guy. (laughs) Not this guy. Well, you probably got like, I don't know, fireplaces, R Us or something. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's an arsonist. He's trying to burn logs. Psycho. Without insurance. The fuck? It's fine. So yeah, no more Steve Instagram. That's good. Yeah, but that was... um, I mean, bad, but yeah. nothing, Nothing whimsical about it. Just fucking irritating. But that was my week. Just more rejection. Yeah. yeah How about you? Uh, weird, weird, bad health week. Like, last record, you? I got vaccinated. Uh, me? Bad health? <laughs> Lucky genetics? What? <laughs> no. Like, last week, I got, uh, was when we recorded, which was last, you know, Thursday or something, I got vaccinated in the morning, mm. which was fine. It was like usual jab kind of shit. And then just, I think it was like 13 hours later on the dot, I just died. Oh. <laughs> like, I had like a six hour window where I was just like horrifically ill. Like, like this is like massive fever from nowhere, like nausea, like pains, so back that, but, was aching. So that, that is the vaccine though, isn't it? Like there's yeah, been a lot yeah. of people that have that, right? Yeah. But it was, just, it was just so odd because, like, yeah, it woke me up in the middle of the night. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm, yeah, it was like, it's obviously the vaccine stuff. And I was like, oh, this is horrific. I'll just try and sleep through it. Struggled all the way through. And then, like, six hours after, it just kind of, oh, that was it. It's over now. <laughs> but weird as hell. Like, I've never, it was just like, yeah, just six hours and almost like on the dot. It's like, oh, that, yeah, that's enough. In order to survive, you need to suffer through this weird six-hour window. And it's like, yeah, it was just uh, weird as fuck. But yeah, threw me completely. I was like, this was odd. Yeah. And then just weird muscle aches for a couple. But again, that's normal. Well, that's but it was like, like flu yeah. kind of s- stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you get, like, whenever you get an inject, because I've been j- injecting in different places like, many times, but like getting jabbed in the shoulder is a pa- it makes your shoulder sore. I wonder why it is. It's just like all that l- liquid going into a muscle, I guess. Where, no, well, on the I've only ever you, had, I had my shots in the arm, like top of the arm. Yeah, your shoulder, uh, shoulder is in like your shoulder muscle. Oh right, okay. Like where your BCG was, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, it's really weird that I find it was strange because I inject myself in like my chest and stuff for a laugh, and uh, <laughs> it's like you don't feel anything. But like the fact that it's going into muscle, I guess, and the fact that there's probably more of it going of liquid or metal or whatever it is the you know microchips whatever they're putting in yeah. in that vaccine so oh maybe that's just reacts it weird but yeah that was odd bit of a bit of weird uh vaccination but yeah it's normal and it's fine it's only temporary just to put that message out there oh if you're feeling horrific it might be over soon <laughs> one way or another good yeah and then yeah just uh horrific this i'm still pretty sure it's rheumatoid arthritis 
I'm experiencing and just like trying to deal with my local GP. I've got nothing against the NHS, but like, I think it's just my local GP is just a pile of shit. Yeah. Like I've been waiting two weeks for a phone call from the receptionist who I've called 14 times. Mm. And I call her and I say, hello, you're meant to call me about a, an appointment. She said, yes, yes, I'll call you, you know, when when we're ready, when I'm ready. Like, okay. Call it, and then yesterday I was in like a lot of pain. So I rang up, I was like, you know, can I have this appointment? You're, you're, all you're going to do is tell me to go get a blood test. Can we just start that ball rolling, please? Mm. No, you need to speak to the receptionist. You're the receptionist. Oh, no, different receptionist. Okay. This is rage. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, it's, it's the same everywhere, man. Like, we're... We're 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 supposedly in like um quite a, a I don't know like a middle class area whatever that means, um, right. and the doctors here are just a shit. It's just overcrowding. Just, yeah, just... but it's just it's just, I, get, I get it as a a thing a year last March twelve months ago I get it, but like in twelve months you could foreseeably be able to figure out something to answer the phones quicker just as a silly example yeah that the, the average wait time for the gp is an hour and a half i would imagine after a year you could probably get that down to 45 minutes by getting one more person on the phone yeah but it is not down to me to complain well, I, I they're, they're doing me a favor at the end of the day the phones at our doctor's office um they they only have like a there's there's a queuing system but it only holds five people so mm. like if you're yeah, the I've sixth person cool. it just it just keeps ringing and nothing happens. Mm. So it seems like there's no one answering the phones. My one goes up one level later, right? Where if you're on hold for like 45 minutes or something like that, they just cut you off. <laughs> like you're next up in line and then either they don't know how to pick up the phone or for whatever reason they just hang up and you have to just ring them again and wait another 45 minutes yeah. or so but like i say they're doing us a favor i was having an argument with this bad friend my friend was like why aren't you like furious about this I'm like i should be able to diagnose and medicate myself in my world belief i can't so i'm relying on somebody else yeah it's not i can't be that arrogant to be like you should do you should serve me yeah like, no this person's spending their life trying to help me if they can't, I have to accept that that's fine. I'm supposed to look after myself. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing when you nationalise something. Is that you don't, you don't have the the same authority that a customer has now, because yeah. the the person who is serving you doesn't have a choice. Like <laughs> you're as like you're the, you're you're there, and so you just have to that that you you don't have this you don't have the same authority as a customer would have or or anything like you 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 just have to wait but i think that's and i think that's like even a customer but if they were customers being belligerent i'd much prefer the doctors to be like go fuck yourself we don't have to treat you you're yeah. a customer yeah go away yeah so like a kind of a, a two-way thing but yeah i see it as like yeah they it's a a, a benefit of mm. me so it's I, I shouldn't be demanding shit of course, this episode, the, the reason that's ringing around my head is this episode seems to have a few news articles of which I would demand some shit, actually. <laughs> I think, like, I'm a very relaxed person until I'm not. And when I'm not, I am, I'm not. Like, I think, and I think, I genuinely think if you were to write down a character list of like different roles that people play in a society, I feel like I am geared towards that guy who went mental that one time. 
and did something that was, you know, justified, but a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, like uh, I don't know if someone, uh, I don't know, the, 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 a, a, a justice, I don't know, something where it's like you know somebody does. If if somebody punched my brother, I'd just kill them. Yeah, like I've got no problems with that. That's yeah, it's fine. Oh yeah, but it would be better. you would rather have you as a brother. It's like nah, I'd rather go to prison and have defended my brother's honor, mm. whatever it is. So I think it's like that's my role in society is just to flip out. And there's a, a few of them. Uh, this I keep looking at the time, but then I realise we're probably going to edit out the first ten minutes of trying to find the moon. There is that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so some horrific news uh, this week. Uh, a baby boy was starved of oxygen and died after being left half delivered for almost a quarter of an hour during a chaotic breech birth in a maternity unit. So like, I haven't read too much into this, so that's just my first thing is that. I, th- I feel like it was like students performing a delivery and there were complications and they didn't know what they were doing and the baby died half out of its mother. Oh. Horrific. M- midwives failed to recognise baby Theo Ellis was in the breach. Or you didn't realise he didn't have a head yet. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, this is weird. I'm, in many births, I've never heard of the mother growing an extra pair of legs uh, to help with the birth. <laughs> Uh, position until his mother Laura Ellis 34 was already in advanced labour at Surrey's Frimley Park Hospital what followed was a catalogue of errors by midwives don't treat it like a Shakespearean sonnet it's not a what what was it in what was it a a hilarious comedy of errors or something like that wasn't that a a Shakespearean thing a catalogue of errors oh by midwives and doctors who failed to heed the emergency and raised the alarm too late Oh, Lord. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Can't see its face. The legs have stopped kicking, though, so that's probably a good thing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, go get someone. Um, be fine. Baby, blink if you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Anyone know? Has Don't he got a name yet? George. George. Yeah, George, come towards the light. Not not that one, but the one yeah. outside. I'll get know, a torch. You. I'll get a torch. <laughs> yeah. I've got a candle. Does candle work? <laughs> At one stage, a paediatrician was made to stand outside the room by midwives while junior staff struggled to deliver Theo alone. Get out. We'll do this. <laughs> Uh, so that implies that a, a paediatrician I'm assuming is a that's a doctor a that deals exclusively doctor. with kids <laughs> exclusively <laughs> with getting children out of mothers without death <laughs> go outside we'll deal with this we got this one a senior obstetrician was in surgery and a miscommunication by midwives on an by midwives and an on-call consultant meant she did not arrive until Thea was already dead Oh. A miscommunication. Maybe they ordered wow. the wrong doctor. Clearly. Did somebody order an oncologist? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need someone to help with, with the baby. Oh, it's not me. Right. But I would assume that, I mean, if you are medical staff of any kind, like, I, not to belittle medical staff, but they all go through, like, some degree like of, like, the mm. same amount of training. I thought... 
even the fucking janitor at a hospital could deliver a baby, right? Well, maybe, but then there could be complications. But at the very least, you should be able to not have communication problems and get somebody who will help. Yeah. That's the very least. A janitor should be able to say the word, doctor, please, baby, yeah. bad. Yeah. And then somebody comes and helps. No, <laughs> go stand outside. Sound the alarm. There's been out. a breach. Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone has bad days at work and the stakes are much higher when you're in a hospital. Yeah. But it does feel like, yeah, you can't, you just can't make those I kind think, of mistakes. I think part of you hopes that um, a lot of the reason why the service to the general populace is so shit is because they're busy helping people that really need it, which yeah. is true. But then you hear of fuck ups like that and like, well, maybe the whole thing is just fucked. Well, like, I've said it before, but my, my grandfather went in for a routine operation and they gave him expired anaesthetic or something and he died. Oh, Christ. Oh. So, so like, <laughs> stupid. And that ha- those things must happen all the time because it is just a business, as you, as we, as you, as you said before. Guess, but just, I just, check just the factory. tin of beans before I eat it. No, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> I have, I, I, I have, I've opened beans and been like, that does look dodgy. It expired yep. five years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it'll, that's, it'll be fine. I just won't add Worcester that's, sauce. That's closer fine. to it. But okay, fair enough. There are some people that check expiration yeah, yeah. dates in their <laughs> yeah. own home. If you're a doctor and it depends on life. Oh, this baby's expired. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it back. Send it back. Oh. Uh, I can't remember who quoted this, but it's it's brilliant. When he was half delivered, he was still alive and he had a heartbeat. But then, at some point during that process, he stopped having a heartbeat and died. That's how it. That's how it worked. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah, for, I'll uh, give you a quote. <laughs> thanks for clearing it up. He goes on. When that was exactly, no one knows because they weren't really checking and they didn't yeah. realise his condition was actually deteriorating. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. Cheers, Gareth. Yeah, uh, Gareth, the janitor there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he was alive until he wasn't, and it was around the time his art stopped. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> but just can you can can I mean I can can you imagine? I don't know whether this is a young thing, not even that young, but like, can you just imagine how how could anybody react without violence at that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. I don't care. I'm killing whoever <laughs> tried to fail to deliver my baby. You would breach everybody in the room. Yeah. I mean, there's weapons everywhere, yeah. right? There's there's a paediatrician you can use. <laughs> <laughs> he's just standing outside. He's fine. Yeah, he's just, I mean, chilling, chilling out. Yeah. It's all fine. It's it, like, again, <laughs> it's that same process. that? Like, well, don't make me stand outside. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what I did wrong. Doris used quite an aggressive tone and I didn't like that. So I thought <laughs> Well I won't say anything. She's giving but... birth. <laughs> You've only got half the baby. Do you want the rest? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible, it's horrible, but it's yeah. just like yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's one of those things is like I couldn't I I if I was in that situation I had no idea how I would re- well I know it would be it would be flash of white hot fury, right? It's yeah. got to be like there'd be no time for greet. I'd be so bad. I'd be so. I'm. I, I hate customer service anyway. <laughs> Let alone like that level of customer service where they only give you half your baby. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a whole baby. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, just a 
Jesus, yeah, don't understand. Uh, in similar vein, in another article, this was yeah, definitely massive killing spree. The killing spree episode. Yeah. Uh, a dog owner who tried to drown her pet by tying a heavy rock to its neck and throwing it in a river has been fined 80 pounds. Oh, God. 80 quid? <laughs> 80 quid. Give me this person's address, please. And the rock, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use razor wire instead of rope. Why not? Yeah. Mix it up. Charlene Latham. <laughs> Just the name. 32, put the rock in a carrier bag. Doesn't say whether it was a Sainsbury's or a bag for life or anything. And tied the handles to her Belgian shepherd, Bella's lead. Oh. She then threw the dog and the rock into the River Trent in Farnden, Nottinghamshire, before running away. The fuck's sake it's so there's so there's so much wrong but like i don't know whether i've got it in any other way i mean i bet you could drown a fish you know what i mean take it out of water yeah no like put it in i don't know saltwater taffy or something if you put it in the air you can't drown you'd gasp wouldn't you gasp to death but like if you if someone drowned a fish i would i'd be like that person's odd yeah. Because there's not as much a connection to fish. Yeah. Cats, you're crazy, but there's crazy people in the world. It was and it's, quite, but it's just dogs. <laughs> it was I, I know a lot of people that have got stories of their grandmas drowning bags full of kittens. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking it's, stoke on it's, it's it was a common thing, man. My, gra- was- my, my grandparents, admittedly, I didn't really know my grandparents that well, but great parents were like stories of the war and all this kind of stuff. Just, like, just oh, we were just drowning cats. They ju- just fucking harder people, and they would f- they would be like, um, they'd be- have like feral cat problems, which were a problem because back then everybody had fucking chickens and pigs and shit in their gardens, like at the at the end of the yeah. garden. So if there were feral cats living about having litters, they would take the whole litters, put them in a bag, and drown them in the river. Why the river? Get a crossbow. I guess there were just more rivers back then. <laughs> <laughs> There was the, the world was a more babbling brook kind of a place. <laughs> <laughs> Drowning in a bag is pretty intense. Like that's if, I don't know why it just feels uh, feels horrific. Better than burning alive. Yeah. But like you know, and I, I, I well I guess when you when you break it down, right, is an axe to a cat litter better than a drowning in a bag? Probably not. Yeah. You could probably disconnect it from your head. Like, oh, I've just put this bag with a rock in a river. We just have a different relationship with animals now. Well... They used to be a utility. Yeah. But it's it's the killing of them. You just go like, well, if you have to kill them, do you have to drown them? If you had to die, would you rather be drowned? Yeah. Like the old yellow thing of like, I get, I I can kind of wrap my head around the old yellow thing of like, well, if a dog needs to be put down maybe I can shoot it in the head. Mm. Like, at least then it's quick and it's over and it's done and it's dealt with. But, like, I'm not going to take old Yeller to a babbling brook or whatever. Well, the thing that makes no sense about it now is anybody can take their dog to the pound. (laughs) Right? I'm not saying that that's... that's... No, yeah, but the different... The thing is now, we've got this kind of fast food attitude towards putting animals down, so we can just take the whole bag of cats no but like you vet, can you, know you can mean? take them to a rehoming shelter or a no-kill shelter and everything like that like rehoming <laughs> animals now is more popular than it's ever fucking been like there was there was no need for her to kill that dog even if she didn't want it anymore yeah but yeah 
just that it's this it's the 80 pound fine it's the government got yeah. involved the police got involved and they said you know for the price of an alton towers ticket i don't know how much alton towers tickets are Pretty but like well, you can't now you can't do that okay i'll pay my 80 quid fine for throwing my dog off a bridge yeah fucking Psychopath. ridiculous passerby jane harper was walking along the river park Riverbank on the morning of 6th of January last year when she heard a loud splash and saw a dog disappearing under the water. She rescued it and then called the police who took her to a vet. So the police took the dog to the vet. Oh, right. Not the woman. Yeah. (laughs) You need a vet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Latham was arrested after the dog's microchip identified it and she later admitted causing unnecessary suffering to animal. On Monday, she was handed a 12-month community order go pick up litter you dog murderer oh, jesus christ and find 80 pounds and ordered to pay 232 pound costs and victim surcharge at the magistrate's court so like just not enough of a no. dealing with them like opinion. that's that's not gonna that's it's not the idea of these punishments is to stop people doing it again right yeah and to deter others. If you've got 80 quid, you can throw your dog in a river. I, like, I've, I've got an 80 quid parking <coughs> fine before now. I, I, I'll still park illegally if I absolutely have to. Mm. It's just one of those things. I think because it's not just a psychopath thing, but like, I'm very, uh, for whatever reason, I like to think anyway, that I'm very aware of myself and others. So I'm, I'm very much on top of like, my emotional reactions tend to be not as immediate because I kind of think about them and try and control Digest them. And, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I try to keep be as even keeled as possible. Hi, honey, how are you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with strangers, right? So the opportunity, this is why I said you shouldn't give me the green light to give you like a massive defamation campaign last week. Right, yeah. was like... Yep. Rebrand. Just for that person, for, for, and for me to have a perfect green light on just be yourself <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> i'll get the hacksaw <laughs> and just seeing uh, uh, so there's certain points in like that's why i get involved in random random street stuff like there was you know domestic violence stuff going on in my street that i get involved in there's fights that i step into because it's like a green light to be this is where you can be yourself this is where you can be as horrific and threatening as, as you want mm. um and it's just yes if i saw somebody doing that to a dog like i mean i've got a family member and who had a had a german shepherd and we let like one of the neighborhood kids take it for a walk and when the dog came back the dog was limping and the, and the kid had like nothing to say about it he's like i had no idea and it's like even something like that you go I have to I have to hurt you now. You know this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you can't like if you told me what happened and something happened and I believed you, fair enough, but you've just brought my dog back and I think you've kicked it. So yeah. I now have to kick you <laughs> <laughs> with the full force of my dog. So like, yeah, it's just that yeah, having that green light in society to be like, "Oh, you're more than welcome to go mental." And it's like, "Okay, let's go. Let's do it." Mm. And uh, lastly for me, which is kind of in the same vein, there's not that much news this week, but it's just these few little bits. Right. It's just funny because it was uh, local, local to me. And again, another little bit of a green light. A family of a terrified 14-year-old boy have told how their loved one was threatened by thugs armed with a handgun in Blurton. Yeah, not far I away. I can't remember where Blurton is. Like, what's It's toward- up by the stadium. 
Oh yeah. I'm thinking there's there's another place that's like Bur- Burslem. I think that's the other place I've mixed. That's up. near you. There's yeah. There's Burslem, Blurton, and Burfham, and they're all kind of like somewhat related to Burfham. me. Burfham's way down south, but oh, it's like right, okay. near family. So and then there's like, Burton, which is a bit further up north. Yeah, weirdos. But yeah, uh, the young the youngster was in Longton with friends when he was approached by two men in a white VW Golf. <laughs> oh, oh, it was a white VW Golf, pricks. <laughs> Whatever, I don't, cars. He says the men told him, you're from Blurton, before ha- threatening him with a handgun. You from Blurton? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm from Burton. Oh, nah. Nah, mm. nah it's not the same. A- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the list says Blurton. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, I just told him you're from Blurton and then threatened him with a gun. The boy's grandmother said my grandson had a gun pulled on him. I rang 999 and told the police. Uh, they said to him, you're from Blurton. We were that stressed. I felt sick. Distressed. I felt sick. That makes sense. Yeah. But again, another reason, another, I think that's what, that's, I've only thought of this while we're recording it, but it is that green light of just like, you, you're, you're so. Like, I'm not even. It's not even like a lot of effort to um, be kind of in control. The only thing is, it does affect social relationships because, like, some people say they don't know if I'm having a good time because I just look angry. And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I would tell you if I wasn't having a good time. I'm just withholding the demons. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm just participating in the social contract. But like, <laughs> I think that's Let's why I go laugh for so a walk. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> Look at this tree. Just, uh, for context, yeah, Steve wanted to go for a walk when we went camping one day, and I thought it was the most insane psychopathic thing anybody could do. <laughs> and there was like seven other people like, this is really nice. And I was like, <laughs> this is, this is horrific. <laughs> this is think- not my jam. <laughs> But I love hiking. I think it's just everybody doing it as if it's a really joyous thing. It's the thing. Ugh. But it's my, it's it's my that, issues. It's that it's something to do when you're camping. Just burn stuff. Shoot <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Hunt people for sport. <laughs> I like walking. I like it. But yeah, it was, oh, it was probably that was a long time ago. To be that fair, I don't do a lot of walks. Like oh, it's, this is true. I, it's it's a it's a means of transportation. Like. Yeah. So if you're not going anywhere, why bother? <laughs> like I, d- I do find the walking thing a bit weird. Well, I just, I, I, I think, like again, it's all my issues, right? But at, at the time, it felt like it was like a team activity, as like something very pleasant to do. Yeah, and obviously, I take great offence to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Pleasure yeah. is incredibly offensive. Yeah, well, th- just that level of tepid pleasure. <laughs> Get the gun. <laughs> If we're going to have fun, let's have fun. Yeah. I don't know what that would contain. Let's build a <laughs> catapult. Yeah. Let's go, let's go invade Rome. Let's do it. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Or well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was just an example. But I think that's why I, uh, I laugh so loud as well. Is again cuz like just kind of keeping controlled and then when stuff when something makes me laugh, when something gives me an emotional reaction, it's like, yes. Have that explosion. It's like that pressing down on a landmine and then it just kind of bursting out, I guess. <laughs> it's all probably very healthy. Yeah. But yeah, somebody uh, pulled a gun on me. Uh, great. Like I said before, there was a, um, a, an axe attack uh, around my neck of the woods. I don't yeah. think he was like 
I don't think people died, but like there was assault with an axe, and it's just one of those things of if like if that was to occur to me, I'm the perfect person for it to happen to. Not because I'm kind of some super warrior. It's just, no, it's just, this is, I believe this is my role in the script of the world. <laughs> it's like, did you hear about those kids who attacked that guy with an axe? Yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> what, was he some kind of super warrior? No, he just screamed so loud. <laughs> and they melted. Didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> He just ripped parts of them out of themselves. Uh, it was such an overreaction. <laughs> oh, they had an axe. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> or I just get killed with an axe. And again, that kind of feels like my kind of script. Oh, yeah. You know, Nick, killed by an axe. <laughs> Shot to death because someone thought he was from Blurton. Yeah. From London, mate. It's go- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's uh, another weird part of the world, I guess. But yeah, I think it would be uh, a good opportunity to discover yourself at gunpoint. Could be a good laugh. I I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably freeze up. Well, you've got like you know things. To... <laughs> you've got to things live to for. live for, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Like, as soon as you get these other... I mean, I've got a dog, but I feel like my dog would be so happy if I died in, in battle. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's people who can look after my dog. It's all fine. I'd miss my dog, but I'd like to know that I died defending my dog's honour or whatever. But, like, as soon as you have responsibilities and other people, and I know that you've, you... Just having a wife is like, well, then you can't protect your wife. So... Yeah. That makes sense. So it'd be very different. But that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I mean, was it last week? Like you want you you? I don't. I'm assuming you'd had a few drinks, but you were like invited me round to abduct you, and then I was like, "What's the deal?" And you were like, "Oh, not officially, but yes." I was like, uh, "Oh, oh yeah, I completely forgot to talk about that." So we did like a. It was um, Vicky's sister's uh, birthday on Saturday, I think, Um, and. They, she, Vix set up um, like a virtual wine tasting thing. So you, they send you all a bottle of wine, and then you have like a Zoom meeting with the sommelier. And but right. there was like, um, like you. So you go into this meeting, and there's like thirty couples, like all with the same bottles of wine, and the sommelier's <laughs> talking through it and everything like yeah. that. And I thought, like, because everyone's muted, um, apart from the guy that's talking. And I thought it'd be funny to kind of be tackled off screen just in the corner of somebody's screen and yeah. then like just like by a guy in a balaclava and then sort of tied up and like yeah i i i that that red is really funny to me yeah um i agree i agree yeah that's 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 what those um and i i'd had like three glasses of wine so i wasn't like gone i was oh, like no, it, was it just like, seemed right, genuinely I was like, well, I, I was could, like, oh, I would like I'm game. To... What time dropped me round? And yeah. then you're like, oh, I'll have to buy another one. I was like, you have to buy another one? Is it, yeah. is it still tonight? And you're That's... like, not officially. I was like, <laughs> I have to do another session. I need to have more, I need to be more organised about my abductions than this, Steve. <laughs> I've got a schedule. Yeah, well, it was just like, I've got to plan it out. I've got to do this, got to do that. <laughs> and I was just like, do I, I can't just turn up because you've passively agreed to be abducted, right? <laughs> I can't no, just do fair. that. You're a no, it's got to be, this is what he would have wanted. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to have that green light. But oh yeah, go for it. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was, yeah, that's oh. what that was about. Um, yeah, 
All right, I've got uh, I've got some stuff. Nice. Um, William Wallace, actually his name oh, yeah. of uh, Anaheim, California, is facing prosecution this week for allegedly killing his wife and then propping her body up on the sofa while his kids open their Christmas presents. <laughs> What part of that is allegedly? Is it the allegedly murder or the alleged playing with children? Alleged, and the dead allegedly, mur- alleged murder. He definitely, he definitely propped, propped her, her up. up on the sofa. <laughs> there's, there's video footage of that. Like, he's, he's still got the camera. Yeah. Wait for the camera, hun. Oh, she's had too much to drink again. <laughs> go, kids, go. Uh, the kids the pros- probably wouldn't give a fuck, right? The kids. It's, it's Christmas. <laughs> there's presents yeah you're balancing two very strong emotions there yeah they're like there's loads of, there's a playstation under the tree yeah they're not going to give a fuck about the rotting mother in the room <laughs> <laughs> prosecutor contends that Wallace killed 26 year old Zazel Preston uh, during a fight on Christmas Eve of 2011, uh, authorities say the next day he propped her body up on the couch and told his children Preston had gotten drunk and ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind her. She's just ruined Christmas. <laughs> Open your presents. Fun. To be fair, Christmas is a stressful time of year. You know, <laughs> Not in terms of murdering, but in terms of like... The reason he didn't get the body disposed of or, you know, take yeah. himself. He's like, well, There's I've a still lot got to do. He's like, well, I I've can dispose of the body, but all this shit still needs wrapping. Yeah. I've got to be a responsible parent here. Yeah. And I can either wrap the gift just or wrap the body. Like, there's, there's not <laughs> yeah. enough paper. Yeah. She said she was going to help, but obviously she can't be asked now. Yeah. So I guess I've got to do this all myself. Yeah. All right. Plus, <laughs> if I wrap the body and they unwrap the body, like, that's weirder, right? Yeah, that that becomes my fault. <laughs> if we just leave her st- motionless on the couch, yeah. she's the bitch. Yeah, weekend at dead mums. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had like I again, as I've spoken briefly, I'm somewhat psychopathic and violent. I'm concerned that if I got in a fight with somebody, I could accidentally, and not because of strength, just because of like you know, if you have a fight outside a kebab shop and you fall funny, there was someone at uni who went into a coma yeah. because of that. Like it, it's just that I can't live with like the, the consequences of something that dramatic would change yeah. your life, and I'd be like, oh, I just try not we to do something. Simultaneously, go off on one and murder someone by accident. Yeah, Jeez, or intentionally. Jesus Christ. Well, they, yeah, I think they said they said they were contending, or the, the defense was contending that she fell and hit her head on a coffee table or something like that. Um, and they were saying, "No, you beat the shit out of her and she's dead." Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, we we're we're simultaneously very resilient and incredibly fragile. It's a it's a weird mm. balance. I think it was six feet under that did it to me the most, to be honest. Like, yeah. did you, were you a fan of it? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Six feet under was really good. And for those that don't know, it was about a funeral director, and every episode started with somebody dying in somewhat a weird way. And there's like domestic arguments where like uh, the wife would push the husband, and he would like push her lightly back, and she'd fall over onto a spike. Oh. <laughs> Or like a fire stoker, like those metal, you know, yeah. things you stoke a fire with and just die. And you'd be like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, things would go so wrong so quickly. But obviously it kind of it gets to a next level where you then blame Christmas on her. Yeah. <laughs> well, she ruined Christmas. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That doesn't feel accidental. That means You'll never like guess what your dead mum did. Anger. Yeah. 
She says I was always the Grinch on Christmas. Well, guess who's dead? <laughs> I mean, drunk. Yeah, and she's a bit green. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty extreme. Yeah. Um, in other news, um, not sure whether this was funny, but I did find it weird. A new study from Stanford University claims that Zoom calls trigger a fight or flight response. Um <laughs> Someone in your house, I guess. The brain is particularly attentive to faces, and when we see large ones, we we interpret them as being close and our fight or flight reflex response. From an evolutionary... (laughs) From an evolutionary standpoint, if there's a very large face close by to you, uh, and it's staring right into your eyes, you're likely... uh, It means that you are likely going to engage in conflict or mating. And neither responses are a good fit for a work meeting. <laughs> well, that kind of explains Power Rangers a bit more, right? These <laughs> 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 kids, these teenagers locked in a room with a giant face. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going out and killing gigantic witches or whatever the fuck it was, lizards. And this, this fucking <laughs> robot that's stuck in the room with him all the time has got mad anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's looking at me again. <laughs> Please just get out while you still can. Uh, no, like, where's the white reason? Was it Zed who lost? He didn't have any skin. It's like, oh, to be honest, yeah. I've got Zord. Was it Zordon? Zordon Zord? was Zord. the was the head. Zordon was the head, and yeah, I think Zed was the. I can't remember, but there was a dude with no skin. And I bet everyone was just like, "Look, I'd rather hang around you than massive face." Like, <laughs> I know you haven't got skin, but. It's just less stressful here. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah, there's some kind of deep-seated psychological. He's not even angry. He's just he's just big and a face. Just send a text, mate. You don't need to zoom. (laughs) Just send us a text. What do you want? Those bad guys over there. Fine. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, In other news, an assault trial uh, being conducted. Conducted over Zoom. More Zoom news. An assault oh, yeah. trial being conducted over Zoom was adjourned this week when it transpired that the, the accused and the victim were both calling from the same house. Um, prosecutors <laughs> caught, the, uh, caught the victim and the accused communicating and asked that the police be sent over um, to, to make sure they weren't in the same room and the victim was not being intimidated. Um, when, when police arrived, both cameras on the meeting turned off and when they came back on again, Kobe Harris, the accused abuser, uh, was being put in handcuffs and apologising to the judge. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so he was like sitting off to the side of her on the same Zoom call, just being like, don't you fucking say anything. Don't fucking say anything. <laughs> 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 just everyone else on the call is with their wine tasting <laughs> odd in that corner of the screen <laughs> but uh, like yeah they were, they were both well I say she she was she would have been pressured into it but like he was trying to make out that he was in a completely different house and whatever but he was like <laughs> yeah. we can see you <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here okay <laughs> fine well, it's like they'd ask her, they'd ask her like a, a question, and she'd look off, um, and they catch him looking off as well. So they assume that they're looking yeah. at each other, 
Um, yeah. And it's like it's 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 witness intimidation, essentially. Well, like it's, yeah. um, what is it? I can't I can't remember the there's there's a term for it, but it's something like it's something intimidation. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird, weird times to be a Zoom caller, I guess. That's <laughs> what, like, obviously, that's a very serious situation. Yeah, I've always found, well, obviously, I've always found it very extreme, very surreal aggression, hilarious mm. when it's consensual. Yeah, <laughs> like I, th- I like I said, I, I do like a, a few dating apps again, and there were some people who say like um, the funniest thing to me is. Ex- ex- excessively aggressive flirtation. And it's like, well, are we on the same page about that? Because I'm very much, I love words. Yeah. So it's like, I, oh, you look so beautiful. I'd like to rip off your fingernails and claw your skin off. <laughs> <laughs> or just like, just, just aggression. Just aggression that it's like, oh, it's just your own personal language. I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised if uh, I was in a relationship with somebody and was screaming at them full volume and they were screaming back. Absolutely not. Perfectly fine. That sounds about right. Yeah, like, that sound, that's that, that's match made in heaven. Yeah, that <laughs> makes other perfect people, sense. It's like, oh my God, is everything okay? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, what's for dinner? What do you want for, what do you want for dinner? Honey! <laughs> you <laughs> bitch! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Lasagna. She, she'll have lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah it's, it's always been quite funny but obviously that's a special case yeah it's just something that i thought was funny anyway oh um moving on um the uh you you've had the you've done the well you've had the vaccine now but you did you do the yeah. the coronavirus tests like the swab yeah. back of the yeah um yeah. A, D- a dutch inventor believes he's come up with a new way to test for coronavirus um, uh, without the unpleasant swabbing, uh, in which patients step into an airtight box and scream. (laughs) (laughs) Keep in mind the last Dutch inventor that we featured on this this show was like, come into my submarine. (laughs) Come into my screaming box. Yeah, my airtight. There's no air in there. Yeah. Just go inside yeah. and, and scream. Yeah. You can sing if you want to. Most people scream. 